Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, fellow Ghostbusters fans, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip Podcast for the week of May 6th, 2019. This week on the show, the, the final countdown has begun for the Ghostbusters Fan Fest in Culver City. Uh, Chris and I have our uh, our visitor's guide for you. We're going to tell you all about our favorite spots here in Los Angeles and uh, where you should go while you're in town. We do have some news this week, but uh, the majority of the podcast will be us talking about our favorite L.A. spots. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Uh, I feel like we should, I feel like we're properly warmed up, but it's not of anything that anybody's ever going to hear. Like, uh, we just faded up, uh, from the, the cold open there and hi, hi everybody. How are you doing? Hi. 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 We should, we should start writing them in advance, but they'll be like nonsense. <laughs> sort of like, sort of like, uh, the father like- is just, I can't believe and the mother yeah. is. <laughs> anyway, hey, welcome to the Crossroad Podcast, everybody. Uh, yeah. So he, he was up to his elbow, <laughs> and he, he goes, and I swear to God, I hear through the anesthetic, oops, it's on the other side. Um, <laughs> Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. Damn near killed him. Uh, You're Thor. Uh, I, I listened to, speaking of like stuff that probably was not scripted, I finally listened to the Weird Al Gilbert Gottfried podcast. Have you heard that one? That was a while back. Wasn't it? it was a t- so yeah. far back, but they reference it all the time. So I finally went back and I listened to it, and it is a train wreck. Like it is, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you want to hear a, an interview gone bad? It's like between that and the um, the nerdist with uh, with Harrison Ford, where Harrison Ford just didn't want to be there. It was oh man. Anyway, totally different tangent. But uh, mm. hey, welcome to the Crossroad. We're going to talk about uh, your visit to Los Angeles on this here show uh this is this is like your travel log your travel guide your um is it hoders what's the i am i hodor uh, is <laughs> game of thrones and that's all that's in my head right now but what's the uh foders fooders fodders uh-huh. i don't know the travel guides you one of those you completely oh f- yeah fodors fodors hodor. hodor let's call it fodor. hodor's uh, travel guide <laughs> uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tell you guys all about our favorite spots in uh, Culver City. Give you a little bit of a heads up on what to expect uh, when you land at LAX and uh, the surrounding area of, of Culver City and the Sony Studios. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, it's a fun one for you guys. And, and we do have some of your suggestions uh, that we've we've added into this. Uh, so um, so let's do this, Chris, because I want that to be the majority of the podcast. But we do have a couple right. of news items. Yeah. Uh, that we should talk about. So let's just quickly jump into the news and then uh, we'll get into our guide to Culver City and the area surrounding. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. 
So yes, uh, as mentioned, Chris, a couple news items, uh, one of which is a Ghostbusters 2020 related uh, item, but I won't play the whole stinger and we won't go through the whole rigmarole Aww. for it. I know. Uh, but uh, it's, a, it's an interesting one at any rate. It is an interesting one, and um, I, I have some some updated information for everybody that we can hear oh. on the Crossrip. Uh, 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 it's not breaking news. It's not an exclusive. It's it's something that uh, multiple outlets have gotten. But uh, so let's talk about it. So Production Weekly, uh, where we did get some of our first information about uh, Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters 2020 film. Uh, they of course are ramping up for production, and the the production itself is trying to crew everybody up and and get ready for shooting in Calgary in a couple months here and uh so production weekly you know snuck a, a tiny little nugget of information into their listing last week uh that the cast includes Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard and Sigourney Weaver wait a minute dum, dum. Uh, to which I saw your response because it was over the weekend and you know usually you and I are a little <laughs> sleepy on the social medias uh, over the weekend but uh, saw that post early and, Saturday and you were like what and of course all of the fans said what and there was this what? collective oh my god how how does this work okay maybe this changes all of our our um, uh, all of the speculation and all of the, the stories that we've come up with within our heads, maybe Sigourney Weaver is actually involved in the family and uh, our minds ran crazy. Uh, and of course, because it happened over the weekend, nobody was available for comments. So it, it got to continue to run rampant. Um, but I can uh, here on the podcast, uh, let everybody know that uh, not only did, uh, did some of the like Hollywood reporter and variety and all of those places pick up on it and immediately uh, get told by Sony studios that no, Sigourney Weaver is not in fact uh, confirmed for this movie. Um, I have also heard from sources that no Sigourney Weaver is not confirmed for the movie. It was just uh, somebody uh, wishful thinking or something on production weekly's part. Um, when, when I first posted this, I had a couple people go, well, this is pretty solid. Right. And I was like, it's solid in so much as there's room for somebody to go. I heard a thing. Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's room at that level at Production Weekly for somebody to go, I'm pretty sure I heard that Sigourney Weaver's in it. Like, this is also in the wake of the week where she's been pretty hot because of um, that high school that uh, the, the, did, did the alien life. production. Yeah. She's everywhere. Yeah. So Sigourney Weaver is very high on people's minds. It's, and so I, I cautioned people. I was like, it is, it's pretty good, but it's not official. And there is room there for that. Somebody, as you said, just wishfully went Sigourney Weaver, and then it turns out, oh. yeah. Well, and you can also kind of glean from their their logline in the listing is is sort of like a weird cludging of um, Jason Reitman's uh, comments about that the '80s happened in the '80s, and this is the continuation of that story. And so they they've kind of just cobbled some stuff together. So who who knows where the Sigourney Weaver thing came from? But. Uh, she, yeah. This this is not an official an official casting announcement. Oh, it's completely official. It's totally official, though. Uh, we will we will tell you that. <laughs> By the way, the uh, stay tuned in the coming weeks for an announcement about our official patches. Our official patches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I had intended for us to talk quite a bit more about that, but uh, it's sadly sadly nothing to talk about there. Um, uh, so I'm going to have some. Official confection. Official confectionaries. 
Uh, loot crate. You just keep talking. I'm off in my own little world now. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost him already, um, and we're only five yeah. minutes into the show. Um, okay. So loot crate in their crate this month has uh, an official, uh, official. Uh, <laughs> I can't let it go now. I'm you sorry. You can't stop now. Uh, Vankman figure in their uh, crate. It's a uh, it's it's a like slimed Vankman, which seems to be a running trend of uh, merch news uh, this week. Yeah, uh, slimed Vankman with Slimer on the uh, backside, uh, having just slimed him. Um, it's it's a it's a fun little figure. It reminds me of the little like. Um, uh, the die cast figures that came out uh, from Jada, uh, whatever that was last year or two years ago. Oh, those heavy metal the, ones. The heavy or? metal. One. I, it actually was back in 2016. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, so it's it's been a while. But it's it's pretty cute and uh, always fun to see a loot crate supporting uh, the Ghostbusters. Um, <clears throat> and then Diamond yeah, Select, I, they have a slimed uh, set too. That was announced for Comic Con. For Comic Con, it's an exclusive uh, at the the San Diego uh, set 2019. Of, a set of four. It's basically the four, uh, the first four guys that came out. Uh, the, the team uh, only slimed, uh, and um, unfortunately, that same uh, slimed Vankman where he's making the the really weird face. I mean, <laughs> I, know, I know the face that they're trying to sculpt, and it just doesn't look right. Uh, uh, somebody pointed out uh, the good news is that uh, Diamond Select stuff is always fairly easy to get at Comic-Con. Diamond Select doesn't, uh, tends not to mess around apparently with super limited stuff. Yeah. So, so if you, if you want that, it is a four pack, uh, as you said, of, of all four yep. of the original team in the Ghostbusters one, uh, uniforms with, with the slime all over them. Um, and then, so I think this one, I don't know, Chris, I'm on the fence about this one. Cause I think it's technically a leak. Um, but okay. the, the Transformers Optimus Prime figure, I feel like maybe we need to just put a pin in that because it's uh, knowing that we're gearing up for not only Fan Fest in June, but the licensing show uh, is, yeah. is right around the corner. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to get actual concrete information about this particular one, but uh, go go yeah, check it, it out. It, fit, it fits our speculation because remember way back when, when the comic was announced and the, the giant multi-cover spread came out, they censored part of it. And anybody who does a, a bit of a census <laughs> had a very short list of, 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 yeah. of, of uh, well, I was going to say people, but I guess technically uh, bots yeah. that, that aren't, aren't represented. Main characters, um, yeah. So uh, I, yeah, this would certainly fit in with that, in, although a uh, delightfully surprising way. Uh, yeah, and, and it's yeah. a cool design, and I know uh, fans yeah. of both franchises are, are pretty pleased about it. So, um, so let's... We'll, we'll stay tuned. Yeah, we'll stay, stay tuned. tuned. We'll, we'll actually talk about that one when we know more about it. Uh, but yeah, t- uh, more Transformers, Ghostbusters crossovers, obviously pretty cool. And, and knowing that that comic is right around the corner too, uh, very exciting. Um, and then also in merch news, uh, 7-Eleven we're slowly starting to get more information about that and that it's out there and you can go get your cups and you can go get your slurpees. And now there's also that giant, uh, big gulp travel mug, uh, with stay puffed on it, which stay puffed. We, we should clarify that it has been confirmed that this is a Canadian. Yeah. Canada only. Um, Uh, and it seems to be happening in waves. I, I know that, uh, Alberta and Calgary and, uh, the, that crew uh, was quick quick to grab them, and I know that they've been <laughs> very, very kind. I think they've been a little overwhelmed by uh, offering to uh, <laughs> f- fellow fans to, to pick up a few cups. And uh, I think I saw, what was their post today, that they 
dropped like three hundred dollars on Slurpee cups uh, to fulfill everybody's uh, uh, request. Yeah, but. well, they're not cheap, right? The they're the plastic. Uh, I guess technically they're just big gulps, not super big gulp size, which is probably the travel mug size. But mm-hmm. these cups, and then you know, printed with plastics, you know, like promotional cups. Um, you got in order to get them. You gotta you gotta buy a, a Slurpee for a couple of bucks, right? So yeah, it's, it's I, not like you can go and buy uh, twenty of them for twenty bucks. And, no, yeah. I um, well, I can say that BC is rolled out most places now in BC, up to and including. I was going to take a picture, but uh, it's usually while I'm driving, and our, our laws here frown upon me trying to take pictures as I drive by. But uh, uh, several Seven Elevens have those little strip banner ads out front you see sometimes usually it's hot dog and a slurpee yeah, 99 like cents or whatever the, the marquee of the store or whatever yeah, yeah just those just those narrow little uh uh billboards over the under the awning but over the door uh ads and yeah they have them now just big 35th ghostbusters anniversary like cups and all that it's like yeah it's really well featured most 7-elevens here uh, you drive around and it's like oh it's the big word ghostbusters on it it's quite awesome but yeah, it's um, fun i haven't seen those photos i'd love to see like a 7-eleven storefront with i know you don't do it while you're driving nobody out there i'll take try, photos and, while you're I'll driving, try and please. find one I, the, ironically the the when this got announced i was right next to one and i went in and they just we talked about this last time they just stared at me <laughs> they still haven't caught up like i've been to ones near my job and they've been picked over like i was only yeah. able to get two of the three uh and i go back to these guys and they're still staring at me and i was like look the world is not all detective Pikachu. are you reading your memos <laughs> where is your office like <laughs> i will open your memos for you like there's a box in the back going you know please open and they're like yeah we'll get to it by christmas but yeah uh, yeah they'll save it for when they run out of the pikachu stuff and they need to replenish their supply yeah yeah i'm wondering if there's more surprises i don't it feels like the slurpee cups and the travel uh cooler cup is probably uh, probably mostly it. I can't imagine what else they might roll out, but this is no small deal either. I mean, if they're shelling out for banner ads over the door and all that, they've kind of, I'm assuming they want it to, to mean something for more than the week it takes for the Calgary Ghostbusters to, you know, clean out every store <laughs> they can get to. out the whole area, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they never think those ones through. It's like, are, is there a franchise nearby? Because they're just going to screw up the numbers. This is supposed to be advertising to the common man. <laughs> and all it is, it's like one team. Uh, yeah, cut to the photos funneling of them us to the in rest our of the flight world. suits with uh, stacks that are six feet tall in our hands as we're walking out the door with them. And yeah, It's like the French Connection 3 <laughs> as we set up a, an illegal shipments of Canadian Ghostbusters cups to the rest of the world. Smuggling Slurpees across the border. <laughs> Cannonball Run 3. The Slurpee Circuit. Yeah. Cannonball. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Well, that's, I think that's pretty much everything uh, in, in terms of the news. I, I know that this is, again, the calm before the storm, knowing end of May, God help us. Uh, once we get into June and FanFest, it's going to be uh, pretty busy for us. So uh, officially five weeks. Yeah, five we are weeks, so close. Weeks. So close that I can, that I can <laughs> smell it. I don't know. Maybe that's five just a, weeks. We only got to survive five more weeks. So that either this happens and we all have a ball or it falls apart and we can get busy ignoring 
everybody who's just dying for this to fail and watch hopes and dreams wither in front of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we can get about our lives because uh, apparently, apparently some people are very emotionally involved in. Uh, yes. Yeah, su- <laughs> succeed or fail. It's uh, kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. And you and I have taken the stance, especially after last week, uh, our discussion, we've just like, I, whatever, what, what, <laughs> whatever comes, Come what may, we will have uh, we will have fun, and we'll we'll be patient, and we'll just. Enjoy I would like it. to I would like to make it very clear right here, right now. This whole idea that there's going to be a movie and a cocktail party, it it automatically makes the trip, uh, officially. What was the word? Officially, officially, officially worth it. Uh, just because slowly but surely, I'm catching word. Um, it, it was something we hadn't anticipated, which was. We thought, you know, by the time they announced what was going on, it was an all or nothing thing. Yeah. That that would be the, I guess technically it was the bulk of the people, like just on the spot would decide whether they were or weren't going. But what we didn't count on is there has been a trickle of people doing some math and some adjustment and all that. And every week, like a couple more people messaged me going, I'm going. So I've heard from a bunch of people, from, people at a distance, like considerable distance, have have put the uh, put their ducks in a row and uh, are coming out. So automatically, <laughs> automatically, it's it just for the screening and that cocktail party afterwards, where we get to meet everybody. It's I'm so looking forward to that. Saturday is quickly becoming just icing on the cake. Yeah, so. yeah. Friday night's going to be the one. And and uh, hey, allow us in this uh, this next segment. To do what we can to help you enjoy and make the most of your trip, even if you're only going to the screening on Friday night and the cocktail party and you've got all Saturday and Sunday if you're not going to the actual FanFest event, yeah, uh, I feel like we can, we can help you. We're here to assist you. Uh, so that, you know, let's, let's do it. Let's break into our, uh, our guide to Culver City here. Um, and I've, I've kind of, in our rundown, I've, I've broken things down into uh, the bullet points, but I have a feeling we'll be jumping around quite a bit. We'll just make this a fluid discussion. But um, I, I do want to start with those of you who are flying here, because uh, I, I think there are three um, international airports that get the most complaints, and at the top of everybody's top three lists, it is Los Angeles International Airport, the uh, disaster that is LAX. <laughs> Uh, is it at the top? I thought Chicago kind of had that. Uh... Well, Chicago is is a wonderful airport, except for when it's snowing. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, uh, Illinois is never prepared for snow, even though they get it uh, six months out of the year. But um, yeah, LAX is, uh, I, I will caution everybody, just please be patient. It's made exponentially worse by the fact that there is construction going on right now um, they're they're doing their best to actually expand the airport and make it not a nightmare anymore which is great but it's actually made it worse uh, for the time being so um, <laughs> it's always crowded it's always like everything is under construction uh, if you're waiting for a, a cab or a lift or an uber um, just just get ready to wait it's not as bad as when you fly into JFK in New York but uh, you, you will be waiting for, for a little bit but uh, I don't Chris uh, you, you've flown in a uh, a yeah. lot and had to go through customs usually on the, the Canadian side, I guess. But, uh, what, what yeah, are your impressions uni- of the LAX airport when you land here? It's well, as a Canadian, it's actually way simpler than I think a lot of people experience it. Um, thanks to some, 
unique international uh, treaty arrangements, uh, you guys are allowed to place armed officers of the United States government on Canadian soil to grill us about huh. where we're going yeah, and what we're doing. That. Uh, so we are all pre-screened before we get on the plane, uh, customs wise. So that, that solves things quite a bit. Uh, it does add a little bit of extra time on our end getting onto the plane, but I but imagine not landing in LA. so much on the other side when we get, uh, get there. Um, yeah. And then once you're there, you're off and it's just a walk down to the. Uh, I think that's the the crummiest part of of the whole thing. Uh, getting there, not too hard. Getting off, uh, not too bad. Uh, the f- most, I'm not sure about Air Canada, but I know WestJet. I'm pretty sure. I think all the Canadian uh, airliners go through Terminal One, and the best part about Terminal One is. To get to your luggage, you have to walk down a corridor. And if anybody's seen Airplane, the movie, it's a very, uh, well, it's a very notable uh, corridor. It's a, you know, tiled mosaic corridor from, With the moving walkway and, yeah. Yeah, it's, there is no moving walkway currently. You have to walk down it. But uh, it was when, uh, what's his name, was, um, yeah, running through the airport to catch up with the, uh, what's her name? Uh, you can tell I've, I I am a huge fan and remember Try, the detail. What's his name? What after what's her name? And it's Robert. Thank you. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm stuck That's on him. Robert Stack, but uh, what is his name? Stryker. Well, that doesn't help because yeah. Robert Robert Stack wandered through that airport. He and also did, place, and he was uh, punching, punching Krishnas and stuff like that. But uh, but that delights me every single time because you're immediately walking into a little bit of uh, of movie history there. But yeah. uh, it's when you get to the the turnstiles, uh, it's no better, no worse than anything else. And then you step outside, and it's a cacophony. Um, it's a little little hard to you know figure out initially where you're supposed to be standing and all that. Um, I've never used Uber or Lyft. I always either I'm staying someplace where I can catch one of the buses. That's yeah, there almost, are shuttles. Yeah, or if here's here's a a, a a pro tip: if you are if you have any inclination to drive yourself around and are going to rent a car, getting out of LAX is super easy because they all have shuttles. You yeah, just yeah, and the shuttles, if there. I'm not mistaken, it's it's the inner island which confuses people yes. sometimes too. So you you step out onto the curb and you have to walk across the street to this this secondary you have to island cross to get the halfway rental car to shuttles. This, yeah. yeah, these middle islands, but those have big signs, you know, saying uh, you know taxis here. Uh, I think they have what do they call it co-op. Yeah, so that's now, it is a little yeah. confusing now. So if you are taking a Lyft or an Uber when you get here, uh, they have these shared ride uh, corrals basically. Uh, and yeah. and w- now the app is pretty good about when you request it, it'll say you know go upstairs uh, and go to uh, the sign that says F shared ride uh, area. And um, it 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 gets a little again because think of new york city when you're waiting for a cab in that like switchback queue that they set up and you're whatever yeah. 500 people deep that is the lyft and uber uh side here at lax so you'll go up to that shared ride area and get ready for about 50 people all having the same idea um yeah so it, it gets a little um chaotic i guess is the best word for it but it's an organized chaos and so just just again be patient and you're going to be in your uh, ghostbusters gear <laughs> theory so uh, you're going to be attracting a crowd and uh, you'll have your packs in uh, like a foot locker if you're bringing them 
Um, so it just, you know, be, be patient, uh, give yourself plenty of time. Just know that it's, it's a little bit of a trick, but, and as you say, yeah. there are tons and tons of hotel shuttles, um, yep. reaching as far as Culver city. So if you're staying at some of the Culver hotels, you can, uh, take that hotel <sighs> shuttle, hopefully. Uh, I'll tell you right now, they're all free pickups. So one option might be to grab one of those to a hotel, hop off and call Uber or Lyft to there. That, I yeah. I, uh, we are not officially telling you to do that, but yeah, that's that's actually a I good cannot, idea. I, I cannot swear that it works. Frankly, if Lyft or Uber is listening, and we know that they are, and they're just too cheap to, to sponsor us, you'd think that they partner up with like a Carl's Jr. nearby or something like that and just run a shuttle. Yeah, through yeah. the airport well, and, and, and then dropping people off at Carl's Jr. Because guess what, Carl's Jr.? While people wait for their car, they just got off a plane. Yeah. They'll have a coffee and some fries. Oh, totally. I mean, and I know that the the poor, um, you know, Lyft and Uber drivers, they kind of hate going to LAX because yeah. it, it's your affair that takes forever and you're not going It takes that a long time to go through that car loop. It, it really hit does. a fee. It's, it's, a, it's a huge thing. So um, you, you may get you know a couple what? of, of uh, crabby, grumpy people, too, driving you. Uh, get ready for we're that. Done, when we're done here, I am so twittering Lyft and Uber to suggest this to them. Yeah, a Lyft and Uber shuttle, major major American airports, Lyft and Uber shuttle, take people to the nearest uh, place where they can sit down and have a coffee. Yeah, partner up with In and Out, and you know you're going to have uh, a time. Oh, people, but, so good. Uh, Anyways. So yeah, so and then uh, just on the return trip, uh, if you're going back again, give yourself plenty of time. I'm just going to keep hammering home. Give yourself plenty of time, especially if you're flying uh, Southwest, which I believe is also in Terminal One with the WestJet uh, uh, side. Um, right. But it, it, that totally backs up, especially on Friday nights and and Sunday nights. Uh, all the people yeah, in LA night, trying to get out to Vegas and wherever. Night times going. are not great. Yeah, but I've gone mornings. Every time I've gone mornings, not a problem. Evenings always seem to cause a problem. Yeah, it gets a little uh, but, little hairy. So, but um, you want to give yourself some time. Um, what was I going to say about the about that though? Uh, going home. What were you talking about? Checking security. Bags, security. Checking bags. Um, well, maybe you'll think about it. Maybe we'll we'll start talking about. Let's talk about. No, the no. This is this is good. Like this is good podcasting. Um, <laughs> it was. Do the do the Tignataro, uh, oh. pause here. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was is you also have to remember um, if you're flying a Canadian airline, uh, particularly uh, WestJet, uh, there are certain times of day uh, where just be a little careful. Um, because it tends to be the, um, what should we call it? The Hollywood to Hollywood North connector. Ah, uh, yes. As in people going from LA up to Vancouver and and then vice versa back down again. It doesn't tend to overwhelm the flights, but it does kind of, you know, it is extra people, you know, just up for business. And then, and, and it's not even just, you know, uh, movie related stuff. It's, it's you know, a, a business city to a business city and it's a, you know, a quick three and a half hour flight. So there's a lot of down in the morning, out in the evening sort of thing going on. Yeah, and and who knows? So, I mean, wherever you're coming from, it seems like everybody's got production now too. So, uh, good yeah. good chance on your return flight, you'll have uh, some you folks on the sh- on the the flight with you. But um, all right, so let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the Sony Pictures Studios itself, the studio lot. Um, it is a wonderful, but it is a very small lot uh, compared to like Burbank. Uh, you know, you've got the b- big Burbank studios where they filmed Ghostbusters. Obviously, the Warner Brothers studios is huge. Yeah, uh, Fox is is pretty small now. Disney is huge. Um, Sony uh, fairly small. It used to be a lot bigger. You know, when it was MGM, 
both Fox yeah. and and Sony used to have these huge sprawling lots with, uh, and now they're all houses. Now it's it's <laughs> they sold off the <laughs> land, and it's all residential and uh, commercial land. But it's uh, well suited for television, which seems to be mostly what they use it for. It's yeah, television shows like Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, uh, Goldbergs. They all shoot there. Um, Snoop Dogg's weird Las Vegas uh, show. Yeah, I mean, there's it's not a big back lot. Like if you if you've been no. to Universal Studios and you take the tram tour, uh, they do not have such a thing at Sony because they barely have a back lot and they never shoot on it. That's the other thing is uh, their back lot now is mainly for show more than anything. But um, so I mean, a uh, quick history of it. Uh, obviously, it was the MGM lot. You're going to see the rainbow. You know that that's uh, where they filmed. Uh, Wizard of Oz. There's a couple of yellow bricks. If you look down at your feet, um, you'll see where the actual yellow brick road was on the soundstage. Uh, very cool history. Ben Hur was filmed there, but um, I don't. Know. I mean, the, the, I've seen some reviews of the studio tour because most of what actually was filmed at the studio was filmed now in probably the hotel where you're going to be staying uh, because the whole back lot was leveled and sold off in the 1970s. Uh, <laughs> it's the, the studio tour. I would not recommend, especially since you're going to be there probably all day Saturday, you can walk around, you can see everything that you would be seeing on the studio tour plus some, because they're going to be catering to us Ghostbusters fans and uh, pulling out some of the, the stuff from the archives and, and all that jazz. So um, I mean, if you absolutely do want to take the studio tour, they will take you inside the Goldberg sound stages. They'll take you sometimes if they can into the, the wheel of fortune stage. Um, but it's, it's, there's not a whole lot to see there. Now, the good news is the area surrounding the Sony lot is also pretty historical and, and some cool stuff like the Culver studios, which is right down the street. Uh, that's where, uh, Amazon is setting up shop right now, but they have a couple of sound stages and Mel Brooks has had an office in that mansion. That's right there on the corner that you can see from the street since, uh, I don't know, the seventies, I think seventies, eighties. I can't remember when he moved in there, but, uh, and, and I think from the street, you can still see the placard with his, uh, name for his parking spot, which is, is kind of fun. Um, but uh, so Culver Studios right down the street, uh, tons and tons of, of restaurants and bars and, and stuff like that, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but uh, what else do you need to know about Sony? Uh, I did see somebody on a, on a Facebook group uh, call out. Yes, Culver City is completely under construction. Speaking of LAX being under construction um, because the metro trains are coming in, they're getting ready for those Olympics. Uh, so. Uh, the, the whole area around the, the Sony studios and Culver city, there's just construction, massive, massive construction everywhere. Um, I have to say, I am pleased though, that the city is undoing, uh, all the infrastructure damage that, uh, the judge wrought in <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> in Chinatown. Yeah. Same thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so if you're staying at the Culver hotel, which is a, a, a awesome hotel, historic hotel, uh, infamous for having uh, a floor where the Munchkin stayed while they were filming um, Wizard of Oz. Uh, so there's uh, s- some good history there. An awesome bar, I will say. Very classy uh, bar that hasn't changed since uh, when the hotel first opened that you can go get a good sidecar or a, a whiskey or whatever. Um, but immediately right next to it, there used to be this giant parking lot, which is now turning into a multi-story uh hub of stores and all sorts of stuff because that's where the train's going to drop off so 
Um, so just, just get ready. Just know that again, uh, LA is already congested and traffic is horrible everywhere, but uh, Culver city in particular is they are closing off lanes and they've got construction everywhere and sidewalks are closed. So, uh, get, get ready for that. Uh, if, if you're staying in the area and walking around, um, let's see what else is, I mean, Helms bakery, father's office, all the, all those things that are close by. Let's talk about those in restaurants, uh, we talked about stuff that's filming on the lot. Obviously you're going to see some cool stuff, uh, when you're there for ghostbusters, but that's really all you need to know about the Sony studios. Uh, the water towers, uh, they all have water towers. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Is that a trend? <laughs> yeah. All, all the studio lots have water towers. I mean, you, you know, animaniacs in the Warner brothers, uh, water tower. I don't know why they all have water towers that used to, they used to need them, I guess, because they were little, yeah, well, cities, I mean, but yeah, exactly. And it's, well, those places would need a lot of water and, you know, you guys are in the desert, so. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Anyway, so let's uh, let's move on to stuff for you to buy in the area, yeah. Chris. Because I know that you, you have a few uh, shops that you like to frequent. Um, and the good I news do. is there's tons of them in, in the uh, Culver City area. But uh, do you want to you talk about, like, Pulp Fiction or uh, Dream um. World or... I, I don't know how to discuss these things because when I go to LA, I do tend to, I often have wheels, so I wander around. I'm not 100% sure how Culver City bound people will be, but I mean, I can speak to certain things and I guess I'll just warn people roughly distance. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or let's, I mean, let's, let's keep to things that are close to like LAX <sighs> beach area, but well, and then let's do, let's do like a whole, like, Hey, if you're, if you've got time and you're heading out to like Burbank, go hit up yeah. uh perky nerd or, you know, uh, those, those types of, of house places. of secrets, house yeah. of secrets. Oh yeah. House of secrets. And it's right next to Warner brothers. So if you're a Warner fan, you can go hit that up. Um, but, uh, I don't, I mean, well, sure. Let's, well, I, if, um, if something springs to mind, just say, "Hey, it's it's kind of a trek." Hey. If you don't have wheels, get ready for a, a long lift yeah. ride. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know Culver City super well, other than every time I've gone near there, I've ended up driving past. I think I mentioned it a, a week or so ago. Um, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction Comics. Yeah, which is right off uh, Sepulveda, which is uh, yeah, not not too far from the 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 studio lot. If you're it's uh, to describe it. It's a it's an older one story storefront. A lot of LA is one floor storefronts, to be honest. It's a, uh, but uh, it's I guess you'd call it's not it's not been developed yet. Does that is that correct to say it's kind of the older town area of yeah, Culver? Yeah, that's sort of that's a good way to put it. It's it's sort of the still strip mall era. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's a sizable space uh, filled with graphic novels and comics. And by, you know, comics, I mean, it's not a place necessarily to go look for old back issues, although they have boxes for more recent back issues. But mostly what it is, is it's uh, like three walls, three big walls, floor to ceiling of new comics that are out. And I I guess my impression is, is that they sell online uh, because they tend to have dozens of variant covers and stuff mm. like that. Like you can just walk up and go, oh, it's the latest issue of, and then you look to the left and re- like, it was the place I went into and without any trouble at all, was able to find, uh, all the, um, the hip hop album covers, uh, Marvel's did for yeah. 
yeah. the comics for a while. They were just all there. Like things that I knew back home I would have to fight to find because you had to buy X number of an issue and, you know, most shops wouldn't bring in those numbers sort of thing. This one you just walked in and they don't tend to mark them up. They mark them up a little bit, but, you know, they're fairly reasonable. Oh, and they do discounts. You get over some, uh, just, if you're a comic fan, you got to go there. I mean, there's others you mentioned. We uh, House of Secrets is up in Burbank, which is fantastic. Perky Nerd is there, uh, big supporters of uh, Mr. Andrew Schaefer's signing, I think, was there. Yeah, yeah, and Eric Burnham's his... been there. That's It's the place that Paul Feig always frequents, but it's not a big yeah. comic shop. They just have, like, one kind of small wall. Of... A little bit. It's more an overall, like, because it's got toys and books and, and art Yeah, right, and, and, and a well. big space in the back where they do, you know, uh, uh, like, gaming, like, tabletop gaming, but then they also have, like, chats and talks and groups and uh, yeah. stuff that they, they have like a little event space basically. I know I know besides Andrew Schaefer other friends of mine that you know have written or, or they themselves know people who have written something they tend to have book signings there all the time. But yeah, Pulp Fiction is the closest. It's right there. Yeah, it Pulp, is so Pulp easy Fiction. To get to. I mean, that's the thing. So those places, when you look on a map, again, I think I mentioned it last week, but Burbank, as the crow flies, looks pretty close to where you'll be staying uh, if you're staying near the airport or. Uh, yeah or the, the Sony studios. Um, it, it's, it's a, a joke here that everybody hates the commute from the West side to the, to the Valley and vice versa. Um, so it, it's not going to look like it's that far, but it is going to take you some time, especially since you have to go through downtown or go all the way around. And there are, uh, cool places that you just give yourself, like, again, if you've got, if you've got wheels of your own, uh, it's not too bad, but, uh, if you're, Taking a Lyft or an Uber, it's going to be a, a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a fee, um, but, you, but well uh, worth it. Like getting out yeah. to the Burbank area. You, uh, yeah, it's way up there. Like, yeah, the best way to, to put it is there's a, the big hill with the Hollywood sign and where they film Mash in the way before you get <laughs> you to Burbank. Get like that. it is, and there is a giant mountain to get over before. Um, and massive amounts of people trying to get to and from somewhere else in between. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we could just wrap up. I know there's another section on eat and drink, but we could, uh, maybe I'll just quickly roll Burbank. I do like hanging out in Burbank quite a bit. Again, if you have wheels and you plan your timing right, it's, it's, there's so many advantages to hanging out in Burbank well, and, and, and getting to where you need to go. L- let me help you maximize. Like, if you go to Burbank and you go to Magnolia Boulevard, which is where um, yep. Perky Halloween, Nerd most is, every, yep. but that's where Halloween uh, Town is. They're like a, a string of three stores that are where it's always Halloween. They've got costumes and masks and props and all sorts of yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, that's uh, Rob Zombie owned, as I recall. Yeah, I, I think there's like the a few people one, that actually own it now at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think uh, probably, but it's. Uh, you know, walls of Funko Pops and then horror movie prints in the back. And, oh, it's just, it's a really, really cool place. Yeah. And uh, there's another. And on that, well, on that same street, you also have yeah. like the, um, the, the few consignment shops that get stuff from the studios. So when a, when right. a production wraps, you can go check, uh, go like any <laughs> TV show that you can think of, yeah. you can go and there's a rack that says like, NCIS, here's the clothes from last season, that kind of thing. Give yourself a couple of hours to go through that. Cause it takes a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dark delicacies is there. Dark which delicacies, is a um, horror themed bookshop. That one I reckon like it's small niche bookshops need support it, damn it if you love the the best part of it going there is they have a lot of signings so not only do you find cool books not only do they know their stuff but sometimes you get in stuff that's been signed like they had uh, 
like a whole rack of vinyl albums to shows because they often do not just uh, signings with authors, but they'll do like uh, panel evening panel discussions with composers on yeah. shows and things like that. So, um, and, and then there's another collectibles one across the way that you mentioned. Well, blast, you, you there's blast from the past. Blast from the yeah, past. So, I mean, and, and you're getting kind of further and further in from the freeway at this point on Magnolia. And it's all within like a, I don't know, five mile radius. So once you get off yeah. of, of the five freeway, you can get to like blast from the past and portos. Like those are your portos. <laughs> once, once you get to the two of those, uh, that's kind of like, you can stop. You're good. Did uh, we mention portos before? Or do I just talk about portos I, every I think chance we've I mentioned get portos and the guava right. cheese rolls and the potato balls, guava and cheese, like potato that. balls but, and fresh orange juice. Um, just, so so again if you the good news is if you do make the trek up to burbank and you just go to magnolia boulevard you can hit those four or five things all in one street you can do it all in uh in a couple hours you don't have to bounce around and spend a whole lot of time in the car it's that's that's it's a good companion if you're going up to as you say the uh, warner lot tour and stuff like that yeah and it's right next to like you just go down uh olive you can hit up um like bob's big boys in that same area if you want to go uh get some (laughs) diner food uh it's that's that's well, a when fun When you think area. about it, sir, Bob Big Boys has never stopped serving <laughs> quality Powell's food at an reference. affordable price. Wow. Uh, but, uh, I prefer to think of it as a Clint Howard reference. But anyway, also true. I love Clint Howard. He just celebrated a birthday, too. Happy birthday, Clint happy Howard. Birthday, and happy Clint. birthday, Ray Parker Jr., which is today as well. Um, all right. Well, speaking of Bob's Big Boy, do you want to get into things to of my own heart, eat and drink and places yes. to go? Especially because... Culver city and that area is, is kind of, that's, that's my neighborhood. So I, I, yeah. I love a lot of places down in that area. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'll just mention a couple of my favorites. And then if you've got a couple of favorites, uh, feel free to chime in, but no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm stealing your rundown as notes for when, when I go, because <laughs> like I said, I haven't spent a lot of time living in and around Culver City. I tend to be elsewhere around the greater LA area. So this is this is all news to me too. So yeah. bring it on. Well and the good Inform thing is, me. knowing knowing where you're staying, uh you're you're pretty close to the Sony lot too. There's uh right off Tito's of Tacos. Tito's Tacos and the Cinema Bar, which is this terrible dive bar that my wife loves. Uh where which PBRs think, flow like wine. Yeah, well that's to lubricate the the karaoke which I think <laughs> they it's do notable for as well. Uh, Friday and Saturday nights uh they usually have live music. Um, um, it's it's a dive. It's a very small bar, but uh, again, within yeah. within a pretty uh, close radius. Um, and then uh, Tito's Tacos, uh, LA natives. If you stay up super super late or early, if you want to look at it that way, Tito's Tacos has these ads where they have this jingle that everybody gets stuck in their head. Uh, where the only thing better than a Tito's Taco is two. Uh, and you'll, you'll see, it's just like fast food tacos, but there's a huge line and everybody's up there because it's uh, two o'clock in the morning and you want your tacos or burritos, but okay. Now you need to find that jingle and play it right here. I love Tito's tacos. You love Tito's too. I love Tito's tacos. What else can you do? You can also try delicious burritos, chips and salsa, enchiladas, I 
But uh, uh, yeah, in uh, and out, all over the place. In and out, and the good news is there's two of them that are close by Sony. There's one up on Venice. There's uh, one. It's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and there's one by the air. There's actually two now by the airport. Uh, there's one like right on the north side of the airport, and then there's one on the El Segundo side of the airport. So pl- plenty of opportunities to get your In and Out burgers and fries and shakes, uh, which highly recommend if you've never had an in and out burger i highly recommend it yeah um and then so closer to sony studios there's a lot of like i say if you go down culver boulevard there's um like public school is a great uh restaurant that's got uh good good food good uh beers and drinks and and things like that um if you keep going obviously the culver hotel is there we mentioned that uh, but if you keep going down Culver, you'll hit uh, the Helms Bakery, which is uh, a bakery that they've converted into stores and restaurants. And But the outside, the exterior facade still looks the same. It's it's such a really cool building. It's got all of this great neon and stuff. But um, inside there is Father's Office, which is uh, one of my favorite places. They've got a really good uh, burger there. And then something like 30 beer taps uh, and... Uh, a really good set of bartenders that when you go up to them, they'll ask you what you like, what flavors you like, and they'll, they'll pour you a little taste of something. And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, Oh, you know, people were asking about breakfast. Uh, if you're not going to the fancy breakfast on Saturday with the class 10 package, where should you go for breakfast? Um, and I really like Maxwell's, which is, um, eh, you, it, you, you can't walk to it from the Sony studios. You do have to either drive or, or take a cab or something, but, um, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those places that has the wood floors, the wood booths, the wood, uh, walls, uh, you walk in and it immediately smells like, uh, ancient, uh, sausage and eggs and, uh, but they just have delicious breakfast food. Uh, it's a, it's a smaller place. So if you're going to go there with your franchise of 20 people, <laughs> you're, you're going to have to separate. You can't go in huge, huge groups. Um, yeah, I guess maybe that's worth saying, Chris, all of these places I would, maybe call ahead if you're going to go in a huge group. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially on that particular day. Uh, yeah. Uh, not, not all of these places uh, on either Friday or Saturday are expecting uh, 20, 25 uh, Ghostbusters fans to show up uh, and, and get a table together. So uh, call, call ahead. Um, what else is there? There's Maxwell's. Oh, sunny blue is one of my favorite restaurants. It's um, it's kind of over there by Maxwell's, but it's uh, Masubi. Um, so if, if you're familiar, if you're a Hawaiian, if you're familiar with the wonderful spam masubi, they take it to a whole other level. They've got like curry masubi and all it's, it's good stuff. Um, and, and good for a quick bite. So if you're on a, on a lunch break, uh, on Saturday, or if you're looking for something on Sunday before you head back to the airport, uh, sunny blue is really good. I, I highly recommend it. Um, what else? I'm just checking my rundown to see if I've missed. It. Oh, so if you venture a little further away from Culver City, uh, Marvel fans, uh, Randy's Donuts in Inglewood, which is kind of right off of the 405 freeway in between the airport and uh, Sony Studios. So you can hit it either going yeah. going to the studio or coming back from the studio. But uh, you'll, you'll recognize that it's got the giant donut on the roof where uh, Tony Stark in his Iron Man suit is in his sunglasses, eating his donut and drinking his coffee, where he meets Nick Fury. Um, but uh, it's, it's an icon of Los Angeles. It's a good place to take photos. They also have killer donuts uh so i would recommend that um and then right down the street from that is one of my favorite breweries la aleworks uh uh 
No, I'm sorry. That's that's Three Weavers. <laughs> One of my favorite breweries that's not LA Ale Works is Three Weavers is right down the street. Uh, LA Ale Works is further uh, out, uh, closer to me. But um, yeah, if you guys need beer recommendations, if you need places to go, if, uh, <laughs> I got that handled. That I can I can do handedly. Um, what else is uh, what else is by the the Culver lot? There's. I mean, the good news is down Culver Boulevard, there's a whole whole ton. Oh, well, and if you venture west on Culver Boulevard, that eventually hits Playa del Rey, which is uh, probably the closest beach to you. Um, but you can also uh, head down Culver Boulevard and uh, hit Lincoln, and then you can go to Venice Beach, and you can go to Santa Monica. And um, it, it again, it's probably a good... 25 minutes even though it looks like it's five miles away because it is uh so you know it's it is it's a little bit of a time uh suck but uh you know santa monica has all sorts of awesome stuff uh there's a in apudo if you're into ramen uh you can head to to santa monica uh venice beach obviously you can walk down the boardwalk and you can see all of the crazy stuff that happens there it's a little bit of a tourist trap um but uh it's a good place to go get a hot dog or a slice of pizza um or if you're in town and you want a tattoo there's like a million tattoo parlors (laughs) uh so i've I've had friends that come here and they're like i'm gonna go get a tattoo and we just go to venice and they uh, window shop at tattoo parlors but um i um recommend if anybody is hitting the hollywood area uh, I guess you kind of, if you want to get historical about it, every time I'm in there, I like uh, Pink's is in the area. Oh, yeah. Pink's and, uh, um, oh, man, and is then, it uh, Sloopy's? Snoopy's. I think it's Snoopy's. Snoopy's, yeah. It's the it's the other hot dog place that is not Pink's, uh, but they have chili dogs and stuff. It's good. Yeah. Pink's, I think, has the slightly more high profile outside of L.A., but, uh, again, all kind of – and the other thing I really like, though, is um, – uh, Cantor's, Cantor's Deli. Yeah, Cantor's is good, and and open Cantor's late is, if you're if it's three o'clock yeah. in the morning and looking for food, that's where you go. Is Cantor's. It's um, open late. It's and it is old school. It's one of the few places I think I've uh, I found that you can get uh, uh, malteds and uh, what do they call them? Uh, I want to say phosphors, but that's not right. Uh, phosphate? Is it a phosphates. cherry phosphate? Thank yeah. you. Uh, uh, yeah, so you can get phosphates there still, which is insane. Like, I think it may be the last place in America that's still making phosphates. I don't well, know. but So, uh, I mean, this brings up a whole, like, subsection. I actually had a, a bullet point in our rundown here. Did you have a? Well, I, I put Hollywood. Do you really oh. want to go? Let Troy try to talk you out of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because... Okay. So you here? Let me finish my opening argument, yeah, and then yeah, you can no, rebut. Please. And there are cool things in Hollywood, so we can we can hit both sides of things. Well, here, here's but. the thing: it has to be pointed out that if, especially if you're coming from the further away you're coming to get to L.A., I don't know that you're going to want to spend a lot of time there. But it's the thing that when you take it home in photos, people recognize. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So you're you're right. I've been there enough that no, like I. I try to avoid heading back to the Sunset Strip and all that as much as I can. Uh, but like I say, evenings when things calm down, I love Cantor's. That's what it, actually. That's that's the other secret. Most everything that Troy says is bad is kind of okay if it's getting later in the evening <laughs> because true. everybody's gone home from work and <laughs> things are cooler and not blazing hot, and you can just kind of enjoy the coolness of of, of L.A. Uh, but um, 
yeah, like go. Uh, I, it's the kind of like you know you can't see the stars. Uh, you know, the Walk of Fame anywhere else. You can't see the Chinese theater and the handprints anywhere else. That's, uh, I mean, that's true. I mean, that's, that is yeah. like, if you've never seen it, that is a big draw. And again, Hanson Studios are there. Hanson right? Studios is right across from Pink's uh, on, on La Brea. So if you're heading up towards Hollywood, you can, I mean, here's what I would suggest. If you're going to do Hollywood, um, kind of treat it like what I was, ta- what I was saying with Burbank. And if you go to, to Magnolia Boulevard, if you can go and and make yourself a path so that you're not having to, because the, the toughest part about Hollywood is parking. So um, right. it's, it's an island that is very difficult to get in or out of, which is the same problem with Santa Monica. Um, and then parking is atrocious. Get ready to spend 10, 15 bucks on parking probably. But um, but if you plan it, like if you go up La Brea and you want to see the Henson lot, it's, it's off to the right hand side and Pink's is off to the left hand side and you can keep going and hit, uh, uh, Hollywood and Highland and Grauman's Chinese. If you want to get your photo ops with the, you know, the hands and the cement and the stars and all of that stuff. And you can park in the Hollywood and Highland parking structure, which is underneath the Chinese theater and the, the yeah. Dolby theater. Um, I, w- I would like to point out if there's a window of opportunity and the movie uh, looks decent enough, uh, man, that main theater is the one where we saw oh. the answer to the call, and it is one of the few laser Omnimax it's, projectors they spent, in the world. Oh, they spent a ton of money making. I mean, they, the Chinese theater used to actually. I mean, it was a wonderful theater in the in the seventies and its heyday. That's where Star Wars premiered, obviously. Um, but I saw I saw the Matrix there before they overhauled it. Oh, and it was, and I, I kind I cherish that. <laughs> I yeah, really I mean, it, it was like it, it got kind of grungy. I mean, all of Hollywood got super super grungy before they started yeah. pouring money into it. But um, yeah, the the Chinese theater proper, the actual main auditorium, is is wonderful now. It's uh, it's a very great place. So catch a movie there, as you mentioned. Uh, like there are some good restaurants uh, over there now that yep. you can go hit. Uh, there's a Hard Rock. I mean, it's it's a tourist trap. So there's a Hard Rock cafe and stuff like that. But if you yep. venture a little bit further down, you've got like Musso and Frank's. Go to Musso and Frank's and and just talk to one of the waiters <laughs> because they have been working there for 50 years. Forever. They're amazing. Uh, and go then, find um, Greg Proops's last. Uh, 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 comedy uh video or whatever because he did it at musso and frank's yeah yeah <laughs> uh i mean and and so and down that way uh there's a bunch of restaurants there's like bordner's which is a, an old school bar that um it, it makes you feel like you're in the rat pack and then i believe yeah. on friday and saturday nights next door to that is uh that's the goth bar uh bar sinister so if uh you want to yeah. you want to embrace the dark What's, side um, go over there um is Lemmy Lemmy's old hangar is the Rainbow Room on Hollywood or Sunset? Uh, sunset, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's so. that's the other thing. So if you're expecting to go to Hollywood Boulevard and also hit Sunset Boulevard in the same night, it's it's kind of tough. I mean, they are yeah. geographically close by, but again, it's uh, plan plan accordingly. Um, I w- I would also tip that I haven't heard yet, like because they haven't posted a lot of this stuff. It's but. Uh, it's worth checking uh, what's playing at the El Capitan because sometimes they do um, retro. Disney does screenings there. Uh, As does the Egyptian, uh, which yeah. uh, it sounds like Netflix is actually buying the Egyptian now for some really? odd reason. But uh, really? yeah, they, they do uh, kind of like the Egyptian was showing Alien for the uh, anniversary in a, f- a 4K digital projection, which was uh, crazy. And yeah, El Capitan has see, uh, uh, Avengers right now. but I got to see Tron. 
uh, a, a screening of Tron with uh, the actors in attendance. So oh, that's at, at El Capitan. At El Capitan, I was going to say yeah. that's that seems like their kind of thing. Yeah, I will Disney. Slu- yeah. I will slew off a little bit to uh, onto Beverly because I think I mentioned before the the new Beverly Theater. Yep, I am going. <laughs> I don't know what it's playing yet, but I am going. It is. Um, I don't know. It feels like a lot of what I'm recommending is being run through the eyes of a a, a, a film uh, fan. Well, but I feel like if you're, uh, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, they they're, they probably they're pretty are, right? similar. Yeah. Well, no, because the thing too is some people are coming with families, and you know they'll be the usual like go down to Anaheim and hit Disney, or go to yeah, Universal Disneyland, Studios, go to the beach, or Universal Studios. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna be on my own. I mean, technically they'll you know you'll be there and friends and all that, but you know other people have other things going on and all that. Um, one way or another, I, if I can, I like to get to the new Beverly because they show, man, they show stuff that I will never see again in my life. Like it's one of the last few places you hear about uh, people that are working film talk about how well, I was going to university. There was this film, you know, theater down the road and they brought in, you know, Truffaut's thing that there's only one print of and I bonded with my f- new friend so-and-so there. And it's just like that never happens anymore except the new yeah. Beverly is one of those places that does go out of its way to curate what they're showing. And every time I've gone, it's been movies that I, and it's not like movies you've never heard of with people you've never heard of directed by people. Like, no, those are easy to find. These are like, here's, here's a, here's a Jeff Bridges movie from when he was like, you know, 22 <laughs> that you had no idea existed. And you're like, what the hell yeah, is what? this? Well, or, or a point in case. And here's uh, it's Sam Watterson's for no reason. You're well, like, well, what? Two, two weeks ago, they showed Blues Brothers and uh, Quentin Tarantino and Dan Aykroyd were there and they got up and they did an impromptu Q&A. Like that's, that's the kind of stuff that happens at the new Beverly. Yep. Like what, Tarantino talked to Aykroyd about Blues Brothers. Oh my God, I would have died to hear that. Um, and even if that doesn't happen, you're there with regulars. There are regulars that, that – and they have um, – actually, I haven't been there since the overhaul. So who knows? Maybe it kind of changed a bit or whatever. But it used to be you knew you were sitting in a room with people that came to see this movie because they wanted to see a unique movie you hadn't seen before. You know, yeah. It's not like sitting in a, a Cineplex crowd. But anyways, I don't want to burn up too much time on that one. But uh, Well, and it's also a good place to – like I, I've run into uh, Brian Lynch who uh, you know wrote Secret Life of Pets and Minions. And like it's also a place that, that people frequent uh, – Patton Oswalt goes there constantly, all the time. Um, so, yeah, his um – that his book about uh, being a film fiend or a secret life of film. I can't remember what his title. Damn it. Damn it. I was, I didn't think I was going to reference it, but that entire book is like the 10 year chunk of his life when he moved to LA and had no social life in every spare moment. He was just at the new Beverly, <laughs> the yeah, Beverly watching theater, whatever watching was program there. Yeah. But, um, that's a great one. But, um, so yeah. And one more thing about Hollywood and then we can, and jump back to, to Ghostbusters related stuff. We actually have some Ghostbusters stuff we can talk about, but, um, uh, scum and villainy, the scum and villainy cantina, which is up there on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, if you're a star Wars fan, if you're a, a pop culture geek, um, that's, that's a good place to hit too, because again, uh, for your, your photos, uh, it's also just a fun place where, uh, you can hang out with a bunch of like-minded people. Um, again, the bummer of it is it's Hollywood. So, uh, get ready to pay an arm and a leg for uh, parking if you're driving up there. But, uh, yeah. that's, that's one more thing. And you can hit that. That's right by like Bordner's and, uh, Moose on Franks and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, that's Hollywood. I, I hate going to Hollywood. I worked in Hollywood for about <laughs> f- five, six years and it would, I, it just, it soured me on it. Uh, but, 
but for obvious reasons, I know yeah. it's a once once in a lifetime thing. So go go hit it. Um, go 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 early and plot your path, like you say. Be out by noon and go to the beach, or go the other way. Go later in the evening when you know the workaday world has uh, shut down and. <laughs> Enjoy well, the bright lights in the big city. And- uh, go later in the evening, but also do remember that it's Hollywood and there's some weirdness that happens. So <laughs> please be cautious and uh, be aware. Uh, treat it treat it as if you're like uh, in Paris and know that there are pickpocketers and stuff everywhere. But Okay. We told them where to get donuts, burgers, donuts, and burgers, why beers. not to go to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. actually, the one other thing that's near there, I forgot, I, I've always meant to go. I haven't... Uh, the Magic Castle is there. The Magic close. Castle is there now. Uh, that's that's one that I would highly recommend because I I for one love them. If if you can get me to go to Hollywood, it's for the Magic Castle because I love it. The only catch is that you have to have somebody that you know that is a member of the uh, the Academy of Magicians. Incorrect. Uh, what? If you go to their website, you can buy basically temporary access, temporary memberships. Oh, to get that's in. new. They didn't used to do that. That's yes. I knew uh-huh. that's how it used to be, but now you can go, it's not exactly cheap. I think it's like a hundred bucks or something like that, but trust me, it is a, uh, I've, I've seen, uh, you know, bits of documentaries and all that. It's a unique experience. Like it's, I'm dying I mean, to go sometime. Yeah. Go, go. And, uh, I mean, buy buy the dinner because the dinner gets you into the floor show and the floor show is always a lot of fun, but they also have these close up magic rooms and, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just... It is it's a formal affair. So if uh, if you did not pack a jacket and uh, a tie, unfortunately they won't let you in. They I think they have like the rental jackets that you can <laughs> grab from the wardrobe. But um, it's uh, if you've ever seen magic on television or even gone to see it, but you're in like a, a you know an audience crowd sort of thing, this is different because you actually end up nine times. I you're either sitting feet away from it up on a small stage or the guy's right at your table doing stuff, right? Yeah. Like it is. I, I, the best way I've, I've heard it described is uh, if you got out of the Haunted Mansion ride and you were walking around and there were magicians everywhere. Yeah. And they were just trying to, you know, pra- practice their craft and, and amaze you. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, it's good stuff. That's, that's my favorite. Anyway, yeah, right. yeah, you're right. Magic Castle. Ghostbuster uh, stuff. Ghostbuster right, let's stuff. Let's talk about Ghostbuster stuff. So Because obviously you're a Ghostbusters fan. You're coming into town. You got to see all the Ghostbuster stuff. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the two obvious places, the Biltmore Hotel and Fire Station 23. Yes. Um, the Biltmore Hotel, I know a lot of people are actually staying at. Um, I know. Which That's is impressive. Kind of wonderful. Um, so let's let's talk about things for you to know about the Biltmore before you even before you check in before you get there. Um, there are two entrances. The entrance that's in Ghostbusters is, um, not the main entrance anymore. The main entrance is, is actually in a, a parking lot, but you can still access it and you can still, uh, take photos over there in, in that doorway with the arch and, um, uh, yes, it's the, the Eastern most Eastern side door. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you'll, as a Ghostbusters fan, you will recognize it immediately. Um, and, and if you are on the opposite side, you will see doors that are similar and you'll be like, that doesn't look quite right. Just walk around the building and you'll understand why. Exactly. Um, but also step through the, or step through those. And then at the far end, you'll you'll see the hallway. Yeah, totally. So, um, so, uh, the Biltmore, they, they are totally welcoming. If you want to go in and walk around the lobby, if you want to walk through that hallway that Chris just mentioned and take photos, um, they're, they're super nice about things. Uh, again, 
uh, be respectful because there are uh, <laughs> there are people staying there and uh, there are people trying to work and and it is a working hotel obviously so uh, don't don't shut the place down um, don't cause a scene be nice but uh, so that hallway the iconic doors uh, all of that is is easily accessible if you want to see the ballroom where they uh, filmed the Slimer sequence it's actually the main lobby now so uh, there's an entrance right off of theirs like a little a little driveway that goes into their parking lot um, and there's there's a set of double doors there that puts you right into the main lobby and if you look up you'll see the the, the glass work and the lights and all of the stuff that's very familiar to you. Or when you walk in through those, those hallways, uh, you can make a, there's, there's only one turn that you can make. You'll see it into the main lobby and, and there's a great sitting room and you can sit in there and hang out and, uh, and enjoy it. Um, the elevators, the elevators are there as well. Uh, so if you want to go reenact, uh, must be some cockroach, uh, hit up the elevator <laughs> bank because they're right there off of that main lobby. Um, and then you'll see the, uh, there's some steps down. There's like a little, uh, landing area and some steps down that take you into the old lobby, which is now a restaurant. Um, and I think we've mentioned on the show before that, that old, that lobby is where they filmed Beverly Hills cop and they still film a whole bunch of stuff in that yeah. area. Um, same thing. They're really, they're really cool. If you want to go in and, and take photos and, and snoop around again, it's a working restaurant. So, uh, user discretion if there's people dining uh maybe don't throw slime at them uh because that's not cool <laughs> but uh so those those are kind of the obvious places to hit when you are, are at the biltmore uh chris do you want to talk about the the stairwell because the stairwell is a little more difficult to find uh yeah well it's a little hard to describe to be honest but um if you imagine okay so if you've oriented yourself uh to the the elevators, which is not hard to do. Once you see them, you'll know. So say you enter in the same elevator as them. Go up, say, two floors, uh, and then get out. So now you've stepped out the opposite way they went in. Go right and right into the hallway, and you, what you're doing is, at that point, you're walking east down the hall to uh, the same side of the building as the door entrances are at. Right, yeah find the stairwell it's in there i think it's a little turn to the the left like there's a door off of the hall before you get to the end of it uh it's pretty easy at that point just start walking down and you'll 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 see it there's basically a point where it 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 gets (laughs) it gets larger because that is the main floor uh it exits out through a hidden door Basically, yeah, it's sort of right opposite the, the elevators, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you continue down one more f- uh, floor, uh, that's where they had the camera set up looking up for the whole, you know, tell me when we get to 20 because I'm going to throw up. It's at that point, you then kind of get it. Even then, you'll have to take a moment to kind of wrap your brain around it because uh, they did a, the a matte painting to, yeah and and use in doing the mat to extend the the height of the stairwell up they changed the shape of it to um, uh, away from a rectangle and into a square or yeah. vice versa but it's, it's pretty noticeable. like if you if you're on that that ground floor level and you yeah. you grab your camera and you look up like it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty noticeable yeah yeah um, and, and, uh, so you mentioned you take the elevator up a, a floor or two, um, you'll get yeah. off and you'll notice that the, um, 
the hallways are not as they looked in the movie because those were not the actual hallways. That was those the soundstage back hallways. at the Burbank Studios. So, uh, you know, a, a small aside, I I know they shot stuff in that where the check-in, the the main lobby is now. I'm suspicious that some stuff was shot in one of the ballrooms too. I know that that main lobby was a ballroom, but unless they shrunk it, like unless they 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 brought the walls in somewhere along, which I don't think they did. I have my suspicions that, that, uh, that they may have done some of the, well, they did put in a false wall for the bar because that bar did not exist, obviously, since they blew it up. Um, yeah, but, but it's just, it just seems like, like it may, maybe they did kind of the boat. I don't, it really, cause the thing is, is that that ballroom is, uh, uh, yeah, you kind of if you get to stick your head into one of the ballrooms, you'll see what I mean because they actually have in those ball bigger ballrooms which account for the like the tables when they're when they're playing with the tables and flipping them and all that. It that seems to be a much bigger room than that main lobby can yeah, accommodate. Yeah. And not only that, those ballrooms if you looked either side, they have the big velvet curtains that the guys pop their heads through. Oh yeah, which that's is not true. to the say curtains that, and then like the door, the which door is that not they to burst say that, through. Well, the door that they burst through, you can still see is it's it's all opened up or closed over as a wall or something. But anyways, you can kind of see that the they were popping in and out of the little ballroom, and definitely the shots up, you could see the beautiful uh, ceiling and the chandelier and all that. It's just the space. You'll get in there and you'll see how small it is, and I kind of half wonder if they didn't kind of cheat a bit that <clears throat> for bits they used the you know the beauty bits of that that smaller ballroom and uh for other ones they uh used one of the bigger ball i don't know that's if you're going check it out and then tell me what you think yeah exactly but, uh, i mean the geography does get a little uh, a little wonky in there um but e- even uh, taking into a, like lenses into account and all i can't quite see how they managed to adjust the dimensions visually the way they did for compared to the size of that main lobby yeah. thing, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the, the Biltmore again, uh, those of you that are staying there, I bet you're going to have a, a great time. Uh, it's also in a, a wonderful part of downtown where you can walk around and go down like seven street. There's a ton of great restaurants and stuff that way. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Bookstores. So- Bookstore, really yeah, yeah, that's oh, that's a great. And then, uh, not too far from there is the LA Public Library, which I know a couple of people did want to go hit up, and that's where they filmed uh, the basement scenes uh, from the New York Public Library. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that's not accessible, and you'll never find it. It's it's all private and it's locked off, and it was destroyed in a fire, and they redid it anyway. So it doesn't look like it did yeah. in the movie. You won't e- see even it. Even if you got in, it would not match. Uh, that all. said, that's a, a great area. Like go like yep. and. It's, it's a stone's throw from the Biltmore, so you can just walk around the corner and, and be there and, and check it out. The exterior of the building is, is beautiful. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so hit up downtown. There's a lot of stuff there, too, that you can uh, you can kind of walk. It's a little bit of a, a hoof, but you can get to the Disney Concert Hall, um, the Angel's Flight, which is historical and, and open again. So you can hop on that trolley car that takes you up there. There's the Grand Central Market now where there's uh, a lot of good restaurants and places to eat. Um, so that's, that's a fun area. I'm, I, I'm actually jealous of those of you who are staying at the Biltmore because that's going to be a whole lot of fun. You can walk all around that area and it's, it's a good place now. Um, so speaking of, of 
not good places if you want to go visit fire station 23 um so uh, as as you know if you've listened to our our tobin's audio guider if you're a diehard fan uh the interiors of uh, ghostbusters as well as uh big trouble in little china and the mask and a whole bunch of of films uh were filmed at fire station 23 which is in skid row it's right in the middle of skid row uh, downtown, yeah. uh, which they are still working on cleaning up. There's a huge effort now with the Olympics coming into town. Um, there's a little bit of a, you know, they don't want to displace all of these people. They want to make sure that they have housing and it's, so it's, it's kind of, it's, it's still a very rough area. Um, and so if you want to just drive by it, uh, I would highly recommend it's right off of fifth street. It's like fifth and maple or flower. It's in the flower district area. Yeah. So, um, I think it's on flowers. Is it flower? Yeah, it's. I mean, you can drive. You can drive right by it. It's all boarded up. Uh, chances are, there's a giant fence still around it. There's graffiti all over it. It's. It's. It's kind of sad to see, but you won't be able to get into the building. I know people have grand schemes uh, that think that they are. Uh, <laughs> they're Ethan Hunt, and they're going to be able to sneak into that uh, building. I would not recommend even trying that, uh, especially in that area. Um, I, I just. I, I, w- I want people to stay safe. Uh, I, I don't want I don't have to bail anybody out of jail either. Please yeah. don't call me if you get arrested trying to break into fire station 23. But um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's one of those things that I would say if you are heading to like uh, Koreatown, if you want to go to like 82, which is a great um, uh, arcade, like barcade that they've got all of these old pinball machines and arcade games. They've got street fighter two that they project up onto the wall. So you can, uh, have uh, matches against people and everybody grabs a beer and they all cheer you on. It's it's a it's a huge fun place. And then right across from that is uh, a bowling alley and a max karaoke. And so um, and and a couple of really good uh, there's like a really good German restaurant uh, over there too. So I would say if you're heading that direction, just drive by Fire Station Twenty Three stop the car, take a couple of photos, um, and, uh, shake a couple of people's hands there because there are some, uh, some people that, uh, you know, they're, they're in need and, uh, are just super friendly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is a rough neighborhood, but there's a lot of great people in that area. So, um, so go check it out, but it's, there's not much that you can see there for, for 23. Um, and then what else would there be? like landmark wise from ghostbusters there really isn't there's a lot well, of non like ghostbusters I'm, related stuff but i'm trying to um uh, when i offhandedly mentioned that i'd put together some sort of map for how to find the stairs and the biltmore and stuff like that <laughs> I, I i a lot of people uh uh, uh uh they're making me stick to that uh so <laughs> i'll have that together here shortly but uh, one of the things I thought I'd add to it was how to get, find the intersection from Ghostbusters Two where oh, they yeah. dig it up. The the shot on site uh, article is a good place to to take a look at that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's I mean, unfortunately, if you know the 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 reverse shots where you see Libby's coffee, Libby's is gone, the parking lot's gone. It's it's a mall, and I think somebody said even that may have been torn down and replaced yeah. by now. I haven't been back in a while, but if you look. Uh, the corner store that had, you know got turned into the little New York bodega with the flowers and the 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 clear plastic uh, uh, you know to keep the the warmish air in and the cold air out and all that uh, all that faking up uh, you can still see without all that uh, there you can recognize the building which is a I believe it's a Taylor's 
It's still a tailor's? Think, yeah, I think it is. I think it's like a tailor. Yeah. Or a dry cleaner's. Maybe. Or something. But yeah, remember. you can... Yeah. It's with You can pick out a couple of things that make you go, oh, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the most exciting, but it is kind of fun to find a bit of New York that's yeah. nowhere I mean, near New there York. Are, there's lots of little things like that. Like, I would definitely recommend go to Paul Rudolph's uh, Spook Central and check out the, the shot on sites or a proton charging. You did a, a ton of them too, Chris, um, because you can't like the little alleyways and the storefronts and things that they kind of cheated uh, for both yeah. movies and for the, the 2016 movie, um, you can, you can go hunt those places. I mean, if, if you, again, if you have time, if you're here for a week, uh, I would say do that, go do the, the walking tour. It's not like going to New York city where you can, you know, hit up 55 Easily central park around, west yeah. and, and tavern on the green. And, um, that's, that's more, if you're, if you want to do like a location tour, that's, you got to go to New York city. You got to go do that, but it's probably good advice for film fans to check out a couple of the websites that organize, uh, landmarks, uh, movie landmarks by, um, by city and all that, because uh, just as we said, like the Biltmore alone had so many movies filmed there. Like if you, if you, once you realize that they put a fake wall up to uh, block yeah. off the original entrance and you once I, once you look over you're like oh my god this is Beverly Hills Cop right like uh, or the, Ivan the, Reitman Ivan Reitman loves the Biltmore Dave yes. Kindergarten Cop uh, yep. he goes there all the time and, and shoots stuff outside and in the parking garage and yeah so hitting these sites up you can buy movie and all that you know depending on what your tastes are you know you can arranged to, you know, maybe I, hop in a cab and go swing by the, the Halloween house or stuff like that. Uh, you, know? you are the back to the future houses or I, I yeah. feel like there used to be an app and, and I may be misspeaking, so forgive me, but I think IMDB incorporated the technology into it where it, it tracks your location on your phone and you can do like a filmed at this oh. location and it tells you like, so you, uh, you, it, you let it, uh, track your location and then it tells you, you know, in five uh, miles, this was filmed and, um, yeah, but, yeah, but then you just have to wander everywhere. So it'd be nice to actually <laughs> pick where you want to go see well, a thing. Yeah, exactly. But uh-huh. I mean, if, if you happen to just be at Musso and Frank's and, uh, you know, you, you open up the app and then realize that, oh, up on Cherokee, they filmed this, uh, or the, you know, yeah. whatever, but um, yeah, um, or, or again, when you're down at uh, Culver city or on the Sony lot, uh, there's tons of stuff around that area too. Like go to 20th century Fox and see Nakatomi tower, uh, go, uh, uh, down Santa Monica Boulevard. There's a whole bunch of, uh, things that you can see and do. Um, yeah, I, um, there's not much more Ghostbusters, but I, I think we mentioned before that the, the mental institution for Ghostbusters two was shot on the the military hospital there. Um, uh, I don't know the area. What's the area called there? Uh, I can't remember. It's. Uh, I know it's on the, the it's on the the western side of the four hundred five. I just don't know. Yeah, I think it was it at the actual veterans like the veterans yeah. affairs like a, which is over in Westwood. I know we've talked about this before, and I just I'm blanking on it. Uh, I'm blanking but, on it too. But it is the there's a there's a, a a vets hospital. It's a very old complex. Like it's definitely like World War Two era, uh, you know, bungalow style sort of thing. It's and it's sprawling. It's got a lot of open space for the amount of buildings that are in there. Uh, I will not be guiding people to that one just because it is an active military uh, facility. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and very cars busy. wandering yeah. around slowly looking. It's not that busy. <laughs> like I said, it is so spread out. It's not busy so much as 
cars that are wandering around it looking at buildings tend to uh attract the attention of the, yeah. the military uh, police and it's around the federal as, building too which is uh, yes very, as yeah. i did yeah. so, so don't don't do as chris does don't do that i i uh, <laughs> uh i i'm pretty sure i got to see the the where they shot the exterior of the the maybe they did the interiors there too i don't know but i certainly wasn't going to go <laughs> Opening and, doors. and as a result, you're on a watch list and will not be able to attend FanFest. Uh, because... oh, you're adorable. I worked at a student newspaper in college. I'm already on watch lists. Um, uh, I have a file somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, uh, but uh, I, uh, yeah, my white privilege allowed me to escape an encounter with the uh, the military police uh, unscathed and actually with a couple of waves goodbye. And uh, that, let's just let's just put that to rest for the time yeah, being. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go seek that one out. But don't, um, that's a that's a that's a that's a slightly more risky one. Yeah. But um, uh, well, let's let's do this, Chris, because we're running sure. a little long, um, and I do want everybody to to make the most out of their their trip here to Los Angeles, uh, no matter if you're going on Saturday or not. So. Um, if you have any questions at all, if you need any recommendations, if you um, logistically are are not sure about something, if you're traveling to L.A., um, hit us up on our social media because, uh, Chris, you and I will be happy to answer any questions and yeah. point you toward if If you want to find a place with a good salad, I can point you toward a few places, <laughs> that kind of thing. We um, went, oh, yeah. A friend actually pointed me to a – damn, what's the area? can't think of it right now. But it was uh, – Honey barbecue chicken. Ooh. Oh, honey. I mean, and, and there's like uh, up on Sawtell, there's little Osaka. Like there's all sorts of like, if you're looking for ramen, if you're looking for sushi, if you're looking like, uh, yeah. I will be happy to answer whatever questions you guys <laughs> have. So hit us up on the social medias and, and we'll answer stuff there. And also again, if, yeah, sorry, I was going to say also if you're a local and I know a few people at, who are going to the fan fest are local there. They have made similar offers. If you're listening to this and you want to add to anything we just said, uh, yeah, you know, drop us a, a note or uh, call our phone or whatever. Yeah, leave leave the voicemails and we can add them into uh, to our voicemail uh, montages. And and if you listen to the podcast, you'll get all of the good recommendations. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers! I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at four seven zero two four two four seven four two. That's four seven zero two G B H Q I C. We also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Friend is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Well, Chris, uh, length, lengthy episode, but uh, hopefully some good information in there for people that have never visited Los Angeles, uh, and uh, probably a lot of eye rolling from people who either live in Los Angeles or know the area well. Like, oh, <laughs> God, guys, really? Um, but uh, what uh, what do you got in terms of uh, final thoughts for this this here podcast? Um, I had uh, two. Help me out here. I, uh, I, I talked to you about what they were going to be. Wasn't Dan one of your... I'll talk about uh, Dan last. What was the first, the other one? Uh, Germany. Die, die Geister oh, Jäger. Yes. Der, der Geister. Geister Jäger. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Die, die Geisterjager. Geisterjagers. Die, 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 die Leute. Sorry, I triggered a German rap song there for a second. Um, uh, they posted a video of. <laughs> uh, it's. I'm so embarrassed on behalf of everybody who's uh, not a small handful of. If you're not GB Italia or the Geisterjagers, <laughs> there's a bunch of teams that are just kicking the snot. And there's everybody's ramping up their game. Like I saw Calgary had photos. They had a green screen photo thing going. They had a pretty uh, uh, sweet um, um, containment unit, like interactive. Uh, push the buttons, throw the the things, get noises and lights and all that. Like just everybody's upping their game for conventions. And then the Germany posted a video of what they've got, and it's like, oh my god, like interactive like at this point, exhibit, basically at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, I expect next year that uh, Ghostbusters Italia will put out a video of how they've replicated a one-quarter livable scale fire hall that they take down and like it's just or they've they uh they've brought in a series of ecto-1 go-karts that people can ride around the convention or something like it's just it's it's uh it's kind of insane go to i can't get into it but go to our social medias the videos there it's it's pretty pretty darn something else uh so uh nods to them nods to everybody else uh yeah. last weekend was uh a con central calgary comic-con was on and i think i can't even think of them all off the top of my head but uh, it seemed like every time i saw a post i was like oh that's that's not calgary so that must be i don't know if, where it was uh, some states that starts with an M, maybe I don't know. I can't remember. I'm old. But they, uh, every time I saw a picture, I was like, "Oh, it must be that other." T-. No, some other city. But by the end, there was like four or five, you know, comic event or or sci-fi convention going on, and teams were there set up. So uh, I guess we're heading into that season, aren't we? It's, yeah, it's uh, spring. Spring summer is usually <laughs> the the con season. But uh, so yeah. everybody, uh, you know, rest up, uh, stock up on the uh, antibiotic uh, hand <laughs> gel. <laughs> yeah. Take and, lots uh, of emergency and that's right. uh, yeah, get ready then, for the yeah, con crud. Yeah. Post uh, lots of pictures and try not to think about uh, how none of us can measure up to the European teams currently. Uh, but uh, the other thing I want to Final thought is a shout out to Mr. Dan Amrick, who, uh, guest of the show, uh, Mr. Dan Amrick, uh, who, and I, did we talk about his little side venture? We did. We talked about his Beatles album and, and Star Wars. Yeah. I'll recap. So he had, he and, uh, Dan is a, a talented musician, uh, singer, guitar player. I don't know. Maybe he plays keyboard. He's never told me, but, uh, I've known him for long enough. I know he was in like an eighties, um, uh, an 80s cover band uh, that was really awesome and then him and another fellow who may or may not have been from the same group I can't remember, the lore is kind of uh, fuzzy on me now, but they formed a group called Palette Swap Ninjas and uh, it was just, you know, to keep the creative juices flowing, they recorded some cool songs here and there and then I don't know what got into them, but um, they recorded an entire Star Wars parody version of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band called Princess Leia's Stolen Death Star Plans. Anyways, without uh, rambling on too much more, um, Dan, I think just last fall it happened? Maybe it was earlier this year. I cannot remember. But he and his, uh, his, uh, oh God, I should have written down his name. 
Dan and that guy, uh, they got themselves backup singers and joined forces with um, the, I, I guess it's the a philharmonic somewhere's in the bay area there I, I i don't honestly know which uh which orchestra they teamed up with but they did um they did uh princess leia's stolen uh, death star plans live with a full orchestra <laughs> uh and it's now available there's uh, some videos you can pick up and uh i think a five song ep so if you like physical physical media oh my God. good for dan good for dan all right, well, yeah, go check out uh, Dan's uh, little EP and the video. It's, it sounds awesome. I haven't seen it, so I, I got to go do that now, too. But uh, all right, well, uh, running long, but uh, until next week, everybody, uh, send in your thoughts and your uh, recommendations for FanFest. We'll keep airing those. We'll keep uh, revisiting this as the weeks go on, and we'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so